I'm Alex. I'm Lucas. And I'm Rob. And this is Relevant Shit. 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 And we've been shitty lately. Yeah. We're sorry. We're really sorry. At least makes for a more enthusiastic, you know. Yeah. We're coming back strong and fast. Intro. I mean, it was Rob and Lucas's fault. They got into a fight over a tomato bush. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking tomato bush. I don't want to even talk about bush. this anymore. No. I'm sick and tired of it. I had to mediate it, but, you know, we got him settled down. I bought him both the tomato bush, and so, yeah, this podcast is sponsored by me. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Mine's organic. <laughs> yeah, I got Lucas the organic one because he was a lot more reasonable. Yes. <laughs> I was willing to compromise. Rob wanted the original bush, but I told him, as long as I get the organic one, that's Just fine. Give me my bush. I peed on it, so fuck it. You can have it. Even better. I peed on it too. <laughs> we all took a shit on it. Oh, speaking of that, I'm gonna show you guys a picture, and then we can share this picture as well if we get any followers at all. On our Twitter? Anywhere. Just uh, follow us on anywhere. The, I can put it on the blogger. Uh, but my dog took a shit uh, on the on like the prickliest of bushes, like literally on the bush. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever, has your dog Kayla's done that? done that. Like it was on a weed, so prickly, I couldn't pick it up because <laughs> it kept. Oh my god! And not it was like that. huge chunks of fucking shit. So I go to pick it up, and I'm like, it's right in the middle. Uh, it's right by my house, Falcon Park, huge park, and it's like right in the middle, like where it's like the beautiful flowers are displayed and everything. Right, right. And it's right in in the, in the prickle. So I'm like, fuck, no, you know, I got to pick it up. Mm-hmm. So I go in there, and it stabs me, and it cuts the bag, and I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck <laughs> am I gonna do? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't it. pick it up. No, like, we'll, we'll it. let it pass. Yeah. We'll let it slide. That thing's huge though that's like a cactus the size of the dog almost yeah <laughs> it's bigger than like i was thinking like caleb pooped him like you know those uh like she, dandelion yeah, just too. really prickly things she pooped like right in the middle and i tried but it was so bent and same thing it kept tearing through the bag and like hitting me and then eventually like, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah i was like sorry i didn't even want this dog i don't know i've been i've been blessed mocha never poops anywhere that like you know hey, mocha's quiet she's very yeah, chill she's oh very my god chill. she's, she's here right now ever. yeah just chilling can't even tell. Look at you. You're so cute. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Alex definitely losing it. What did you say your horoscope was? Uh, I'm a Gemini. Okay, gotcha. The, the crazy one. Yeah, we're. I had, this is Alex 1, Alex 2. The silly up. Alex, and then Alex that wants to stab you over a bush. Uh-oh. No, I didn't want to stab. That was oh, that was, yeah, that was oh, yeah. <laughs> the other me is very reasonable. I understand. <laughs> so, I like um, drunk me and sober me. So the so we were gonna do a podcast last week or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it was my fault actually on that one. It wasn't tomato related. I was actually I had the bush with me. I was gonna bring it. Oh, Jesus, but, drop the bush story. <laughs> it's not even like good. But uh, no, I locked my. I was on my way here to where we record in this uh, studio basement, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, I walked out of my house. I closed the door. I went up to my car. I had my hands full of like articles and things, and and I went to open my car door and it wouldn't open. I'm like confused and i realized i didn't have my keys on me so i went back to the house and the door was locked all my windows were locked so yeah i was locked out of my house and then i have a spare key at my sister's house and she lives about a block away and i attempted to go get that but they were not home they were at a movie i texted her they had just sat down so it was going to be two hours and i'm like well my dad has a spare key but he lives 30 minutes away called him and his phone wasn't on so i spent two hours in my garage (laughs) i had my phone i was watching netflix and this is why we are so late on our recent podcast. 
So yeah, we're sorry about uh, the lateness of this cast, and we hope we didn't lose any subscribers out there. Yeah, um, that's but, always a shitty feeling when you lock yourself out. You just feel like a fucking moron. Yeah, like, I've done that, and it just feels terrible. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I destroyed my Foid card trying to break in. I destroyed oh yeah, that's the credit card. The first one to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I have a question for Rob. Do I just like have to send another ten dollars and get a new Foid card? Yeah, you just do the application again. Oh, fine. I had to do now. I have a felony, stuff. so that's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I do not have a felony. He's lying. <laughs> Stole a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, moving on. What's you guys lock yourselves out or anything cool recently? We got Lucas's poop story. We got my lockout. What's mm-hmm. what's new with you, Rob? Um, I will have a baby next week. That's true. Awesome. So this will be the last one. <laughs> <laughs> this might be, but hopefully not. Um, no, I mean we're. Set to have the kid induce and by Thursday, so you sound excited. Oh, I'm yeah, so excited. Yeah, yeah. His voice gets slow. <laughs> the, the, no, the it, energy level drops. It's uh, it's just a great time because my first kid, Austin, who you've heard about, is um, three, and they call this the three nager, which means they throw a fit and get crabby about anything. And all of a sudden, he wants mom for everything, and he's been just a delight to be around. (laughs) Um, And so we're going to have... He had fun with my motorcycle helmet when I got here. Oh, yeah. He's he's so much fun when he's in a good mood. Like, and that's the thing. When we have a good time, like, we have a really good time. Like, you guys saw the uh, driveway. We were playing with the chalk and all that stuff and drew everything. Yeah. And the little chalk balls, and we got completely messy. And so, like, it was a blast, but... Then there's the not-so-blast parts. But, hey, that's parenting. Anybody who has one knows it. So I hear your new kid is going to be named Dallas? (laughs) No. San Antonio. (laughs) San Antonio. (laughs) Name Spurs. (laughs) No, he's going to be a bricklayer, right? (laughs) Rob's like, yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) Michelle, not so much. Any lady who's a brick house, he's going to lay. <laughs> Just not unlay. Delay. Yes. Delay. His name will be Concrete. I mean, Mason. Awesome. <laughs> I actually knew a Mason once. Uh, sadly, he did pass at a young age. But, Jesus. Uh, very why, cool why guy. Would you so I, that's a good name. <laughs> cool guy. I mean, it's what happened. Whatever. It's yeah. not like I don't believe in omens or anything or yeah. superstitions. You so. never watched the movie, huh? No, I watched it. I don't believe it. Huh. <laughs> I'm not afraid scared of it. scared the shit out of me. <laughs> never looked at the at kids the same uh, but yeah we've just been getting everything ready and everything set and now four days and counting. here we go <laughs> yeah i can't imagine what that's like you know like just the feeling of like just having a, your own child in your hands that's so crazy it is crazy. Yeah, I've held other people's children in my hands, yeah. and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's awkward. Different. I was telling you. It's no, definitely different. I, like, when it's yours, because I'm like, yeah, I don't like holding most kids or mm-hmm. any other kids. Like, you go to the playground, and you're just like, yeah, damn all these other kids. <laughs> yeah, you don't hold them. And, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I go to playgrounds and just pick up. That's that felony. Yeah, honestly, I don't have a good feeling with this one. This one doesn't feel right, you know? Right. Um, but, yeah, when it's your kid, you... Yeah, I was talking to my different. father about that today. I'm like, I should probably start having them, but I need to meet a nice lady first. So. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a key part of the equation. Yeah, that's Not tough. Always. I, and I don't know. Maybe I'm looking in the wrong spots, but all the girls I've been on dates with are not not so great. Go to the gym. Uh, I guess, yeah. Go to a public gym. That's 
That's where I met my wife. <laughs> my wife. membership fee. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know they can afford it. That's true. You yeah. Know, that's a good point. And that they're healthy and they want to work out and look good. You know? That's true. There's a lot of stuff that's there. And... It's not always about the looks, but the fact that they take care of well, them. I, they want I had that discussion you know, with somebody yeah. about like what makes a woman attractive. And uh, it's not like they're... I mean, yeah, their appearance draws our eye, but it's the fact that they take care of themselves. Like any girl... Typically, unless there's some sort of like disfiguration or something, can look very attractive. Well, you she just has to take care of herself, and that goes for, I guess, for guys too. If we mm-hmm. dress nicely and appear nicely, girls are going to be more attracted to you, and vice versa. Yeah, that's a good point. It's not necessarily like even a sexual thing. It's just just your mind, like kind of. You notice that they're healthy. They take yeah, care of themselves. They, they can take care of a child. Well. Exactly. Yeah. They make a good spouse or one of those. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Oh, I tell that to Michelle all the time is that personality mm-hmm. can change the way they look. Oh, absolutely. You know, and believe me, I know I've been on some dates these <laughs> last couple of weeks. Yeah, but like a girl, like at first picture shot can look pretty, but the second you talk to them or you see the personality come out and you're just like, I don't want to be around you. Like I just either they're yeah. dumb or they're bitchy or their attitude or stuck up or snooty or like something like whatever it is but like you see this personality and all of a sudden like they're no longer attractive you yeah. just see this bitchiness and you're like <laughs> no and so, <laughs> so there's a story in this book <laughs> we'll get to that later but. okay sneak peek all right so do you moving on because we've been tangenting for about 15 minutes we now. had to catch up yeah, yeah we did we don't actually see each other outside this podcast that's so. true yeah don't even text no nope. <laughs> just, just bush debates <laughs> just, <laughs> not george w <laughs> over, over written letters <laughs> imagine that argument <laughs> and then they have to mail them to me so yeah. I can read them. <laughs> please forward this odd <laughs> I really they used to stamps. actually do that with letters. They would um, so you, if I wrote you a letter, uh-huh. like the carbon copy is that's what carbon co- CC on an email means. Oh, it's carbon okay. copy. You would write a letter. It would carbon copy. You would send the carbon copy on to the third parties that also need to read it, mm. even if it was addressed directly to one person. That makes sense. All the old people at work are always like, "Can you carbon me on that?" I'm like, "What?" Yeah, carbon copy. <laughs> I mean, I know what it means now, but I didn't know like yeah. that's what it meant. That's cool. Little uh, yeah, random thing I know. Yeah. Anyway. You guys got an article? I think that's what we do here. Yeah. Sure. I actually got a nice light one to start us off. I think it will work. Awesome. Um, so in Detroit, Tom and Gail Weiss disagreed about whether a broken down car should be stored in a family garage for 27 years or sold for junk. He insisted they keep it because he promised one day he would find time to fix the vehicle himself. It was her skylight blue convertible Ford Mustang purchased at the age of 22 in 1964. Nice. That their family of six drove for 15 years. Holy wow. shit, a Ford. <laughs> <laughs> One day it just stopped running, and there it sat until Tom retired when he started hunting for car parts on the internet. He discovered a story about someone with a similar car who claimed to be the very first Mustang owner with the purchase date of April 16, 1964. Tom came to me and said, I think you bought the car a day earlier. Gail Weiss Dun, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, he went down to the basement, found the receipt and the owner's manual. Sure enough, he had purchased the car on, or I had purchased the car on April 15th. Wow. That's a good memory to like even be like, oh yeah, I think I purchased mine earlier. Yeah, like crazy. But uh, they called Haggerty Classic Insurance experts on collector cars and learned a paper trail was essential. 
They had everything. They didn't know it was anything special, but kept the new car invoice, the registered owner's manual. Um, Ford celebrates the production of 10 millionth Mustang. Gail Weiss is back in the spotlight. She was at the company headquarters last week with, from Thursday through Saturday the week. Her Mustang will be on public display at Royal Oak, Michigan. That's awesome. So it's the first Mustang ever? First Mustang ever sold. Like production sold yeah. Mustang. Very cool. Well, I'd like to see a picture of so that. Is it, but it's it's in like terrible shape, right? <laughs> no. Uh, the husband How many miles? retired and fixed it up. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like, and did he use all like factory parts and everything? And, uh, probably not. Probably I don't know. But, probably not but he fixed it up. The value of it. Right. Well, go back and restart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> funny thing is, this is her story of how she bought the Mustang. Mm-hmm. She was a new third grade teacher living at home with her parents on the northwest side of Chicago, uh, sharing her father's red and black 1957 Ford, but she had accepted a job in the suburbs, so Helen and Cletus... <laughs> <laughs> was- oh man, the Simpsons ruined that name forever. Dude, just like, those are such old people that to <laughs> Helen and Cletus. Cletus! helen and cletus brown agreed to lend their daughter money for a new car and they headed to johnson ford on cicero avenue i told the salesman i wanted a convertible and he said i have none on the floor Come into the back room and there's something. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking oh, porno. No. <laughs> I have something special to show you. Oh, I want a convertible. <laughs> there were two Mustangs. One was a hard top, and he didn't even bother to show her that one. He lifted the tarp, and there was a convertible. Oh, God, thank God. <laughs> he lifted the tarp, and there was a gangbang. <laughs> Lemon party. <laughs> Helen and Cletus going at it. <laughs> Back then, new cars always came out at the end of September, and Ford wanted to shock the world with an April reveal. The company had distributed Mustangs to dealerships around the country so salespeople would have something to show for Lee LaCocca, unveiled the car at World's Fair in New York on April 17th, 1964. Cool. Uh, This was two days before when it was all top secret, Why said. But he had sold it to me. I drove it out of the showroom with everyone waving at me, asking me to slow down. TV ran a lot of advertisements for Mustang, but they never showed the car. They just showed a logo and said, it's coming. And some horses. (laughs) (laughs) For this is to be out in April was really, really big. Uh, People were so happy, giving me thumbs up, even the police. (laughs) I don't remember having the top down, so it must have been cold. I wanted to keep driving, but I only had to go about three miles to get home. She married two years later, bought a home, used the Mustang as a family car with four kids. This is the part that kind of really struck me, <laughs> is I'm about to have my second kid, and we had to go buy like this large SUV. <laughs> And this woman raised a family of four kids yeah. in a Mustang. <laughs> yeah. I bet their kids have some good memories in that car. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. I can't believe they hyped it that much. Like, I wonder what kind of marketing you do, you know, in the 60s, early 60s to hype up a car like that, that people were so excited, didn't even know what it was, you know? Like, yeah. if they never showed pictures of it, what the fuck? Like, you that know? was the whole thing. Yeah. She so. bought this before anybody even knew what a Mustang was. Yeah. Or the value of it. Sure. And then kept it yeah. for 50 years. Yeah. To realize she was the first one. Like, yeah. 
That's pretty cool. I asked this, but uh, does it say uh, how many miles the car has? Um, I'm sure the motor got rebuilt and everything. Yeah. You think so? Did they give an estimated Today, value the car it? has 68,000 68, miles. 68,000, okay. Oh, so he used the standard motor? But he crapped this. Sh- <laughs> it crapped out. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, but it was a 64. And it was the yeah. first first model. And it yeah. probably sat for a while. And yeah. Probably like bees. Yeah, that, that's got <laughs> carburetors, obviously. Right? Yeah, that was a carbureted so, yeah. motor. That was a six-cylinder, I think, the first few years. Nice. So originally, that car was marketed towards the female uh, persuasion. It was a car for women, like... The few, the first few magazine ads were like for secretaries and stuff. It was for like the working woman who wanted like a cool car, and that's why it came with a six cylinder. I don't think they introduced the V eight until '66 or something, or two years later. Hmm, cool. So it makes sense that you know it is kind of weird, but yeah, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing, this is a long article, and she com- goes into a lot of details on what it was like driving it and blah blah blah. It was fun, mm-hmm. but um. Classic car that originally cost $3,447.50. Lucas, get the inflation on that, please. Yep. <laughs> is now it. worth somewhere between $350,000 to $450,000. I'm sure she could probably get a cool half million. How much is it Dude, worth Dude, she'd now? probably sell more. Yeah, make, she'd like, probably go like that, 600 in, oh in auction God. if it's the first one. The very first single owner you keep, you keep original that in the documents. Family, you know? Yeah, that doesn't ever. I know, but like, Until think we're... about that. You, you sell that. You bought a house, cash paid off, done. Well, uh, what year was the car made in? 61? 1964. 64. The wow. very first Mustang came out in 64. My dad had a 65 when he first came to this country. Oh shit! But it was like a beater. He's like, it was just like a shitty Mustang he bought. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. Mm-hmm. Well, back then, they didn't even know they were classics. They just thought it was just another average car. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like guys weren't that impressed with that car when it first came out because it had a six-cylinder. It was marketed towards women. You can see it, too. What, um, yeah. Like, that's not the classic Mustang muscle car. What was car the value of the that car? Looks like, uh, it's a convertible like for a girl to cruise Chrysler around. Chrysler Sebring-esque. Yeah. Oh. What was yeah, the, it was like 68, 69 that the Mustangs looked. Fun. Well, then Shelby got Fierce. involved. Shelby. putting things into it. Thank you, Shelby. What, uh, what was the value? Three thousand four hundred forty-seven dollars in nineteen sixty-four. That's one of our listeners already. Twenty-eight thousand. Twenty-eight thousand dollars. So that's like what a Mustang costs today. Yeah. A basic Mustang. Yeah, yeah, six-cylinder basic Mustang. Well, about twenty-eight. They're cheaper than that. They're like low. You can get them, but if you can also get the decked-out ones that you can get now to the four-cylinder turbo, which still puts out like three hundred horsepower. It's it's so freaking cool for a four-cylinder but it's yeah. a mustang four-cylinder so it's like i think i've never ditch, heard you need to ditch that stigma though I, I think that's really cool that they're making cars that you know are modern yeah but it's like when that car also comes in the v8 flavor if it was just yeah the four-cylinder mustang fine but if you're in that thing and then the v8 pulls up because i had a v6 mustang and i know that feeling when you're at a light and a v8 one pulls up next mm-hmm. to you and then you're just like you feel like a little piece of shit. Oh, Jesus. I'm telling you, you just yeah, do. No, I, you're yeah, like, you're no, inferior. it's true. Yeah. Uh, when I was buying my Charger, I drove a newer, nicer Charger that had only a V6 mm-hmm. versus the older Charger that had the V8, and it just it wasn't even comparable. Speaking of your Charger, Rob, this bulletproof 714 horsepower Hellcat is a cop car Bond would be proud of. So, <laughs> <laughs> A cop car that Bond would be proud of? Well, yeah, it's actually pretty cool. So... 
Um, basically, Bond wasn't into like American cars. No, but that's why they're, they're oh, high marks prouder. to say okay. that. Wow, that's deep. That's <laughs> reaching. He only did Germans. He only and German bitches. He did all bitches. Like every country that's he true, traveled yeah. to, he did like mm-hmm. every bitch. Yep. Good and bad. Bosnian. Way to go, Daniel Craig, or whoever else played him. Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Yep. The Roger classic. Moore. The classic Sean Connery. Yeah. So this uh, Charger Hellcat is a 714 horsepower sedan, and it's been given the treatment from Armor Max. It leaves the V8 muscle car full, car fully bullet resistant. Not to mention capable of electrocuting people via its door handles. That's insane. <laughs> I want it. So Armor Max's list of upgrades reads like a James Bond and Batman movie where they got together and shared notes on how to max out their cars and got some extra cat contributions from Mad Max. All right, so as well as the bullet-resistant glass and opaque armor for the entire passenger compartment, the Hellcat gets a high-powered rifle protection, too. Uh, it should stand up to grenades. So it doesn't have a rifle, but it's rifle protected. So you could fire a rifle. Yeah. You could throw a grenade at it. Uh, there's gas masks inside, which can deploy in case of a chemical attack, and a smokescreen cloak for the outside. Armor Max has fitted electrified door handles just in case someone refuses to let go, and there's concealed ram bumpers. Edging on ridiculousness, there's a tack dispenser for destroying other tires, other drivers' tires. T- tax money well spent. Right. <laughs> that's insane. Why would they need that? And that's kind of where I was getting to when I, I was like reading something. Like, this is so yeah. cool. And then at the end, it's like, but yeah. Uh, so anyway, it shouldn't happen in the Armor Max Hellcat. And they're talking about the tires getting fucked up because they have run flat tires. There's also extra radiator protection along with an anti-theft tailgate grill. I don't know how that works. Tailgate grill. I'm sorry. Um, there must be something else. I'm, I'm picturing I think it like means football the, tailgate. Like, that's what, <laughs> like no, grill. well, the tail that yeah, obviously the tailgate of the thing has some anti-theft grill, but I don't got know it. What that, okay. how that works. It's like a infrared, like a nice infrared grill that you can make steak <laughs> on. Um, there's blinding lights together with a full hundred strobe lights and siren PA intercom system. Just in case you want to be a DJ. (laughs) (laughs) At the tailgate. At the tailgate. Uh, Impressively, Armor Max says, despite all the upgrades, the performance of the car has little change from stock, and you can still open the windows even. Oh, wow. Um, Well, that's pretty impressive because with bulletproofing. Yeah. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. So even though there's been a lot of added extra weight, it's still a very fast car. Clearly, it's a 714-horsepower tank. Uh, the company says it's the first armored Hellcat in the world, and all the upgrades were designed and fitted in Utah, where Armor Max is based. What it isn't confirming is what the law enforcement agency paid for it and who they were, like who supplied the money for it. That's insane. That's like an anti-riot vehicle. That's what that is. That's, That's like, amazing, but yeah, how much is that, and, and what, what is, is the point of that thing, right? Like, taking out Mormons. That's why. That's why I always <laughs> think take out Mormons in Utah. <laughs> Fuck. No, but like I always like think about the gun laws, and people are like, you know, you shouldn't have guns and whatever. But like, all right, so my geography is a little off. Where's Utah located? Is that it's it's south or west? Oh, uh, I'm like sorry, centrally east. located in the U.S. Or yeah, no, it's, it's on the west. Arizona, it's in the right? Rocky Mountains, just west of Colorado. Is it close to like the Mexican border? Yeah, or no. west of Colorado. No, it's oh, northwest. You know, the companies of... in Utah, the law agency could be any agency. Yeah, maybe it was like uh, for like drug cartel stuff in Mexico or something. I guess that's yeah. It didn't say which town it went to. It didn't say anything. No. Who supplied well, the money? Who, forget yeah. forget that. Uh, Rolling Meadows has uh, a Hummer, a Hummer yeah, yeah. Um, 
police car. What's the what's the need for that? It's a military grade, you know, vehicle. Like, why do you need military grade weaponry? Is it like an? Have you ever heard like the mili- saying like a military, military Hummer? It's a military. It's not like an H two or you know whatever. Like a, it's not like a like a Humvee. No, it's a Hummer. It's like you but know, it, like no, I know, but is it like one that they would sell to the customer base in the U.S. or is it like one that was a military one that they then? I think it was over? a military one that was transferred over. But that I could actually see that. being like maybe it was like up for sale after a war and mm-hmm. they just picked it up for a good price. I just don't understand the need for it. Rolling ghettos. It's not that bad anymore. Well, even if, even, if, like even, if is, like, even if it is that bad, should you, should the should police be using like that kind of force against you know? Yeah, have you citizens? seen the news, man? Like, you know what kind of crazy shit is out there? The police should have anything that's t- three steps above what okay. a civilian I'm should have. Glad we found a disagreement. <laughs> and it's not just the bush we're talking about now. I'll mediate this one. Go. But no, like, why do you think? Why do you think that police should have like? anything like that it's not that i think they should it's i know their tactics and i've because i've had friends and family members and a whole bunch of people that were uh, law enforcement cops sure and i'm like their rule and tactic is to be one to two steps above whatever you have don't hit the table sure okay i see your Um, point so like like i talked to one cop and i'm like because i made it joke about this one incident i saw where this guy came out with a completely automatic rifle and i'm like why did he come out the call was that somebody had a handgun so he's like if you get a call that somebody has a handgun you come out with a bigger weapon a rifle a shotgun like you come out bigger you know you if they have a knife you come out with a handgun you hear about a handgun you come out with a rifle like so that's the whole thing so look at what can be legally bought now you know, like weapon and like you can go with guns and all that stuff, but also what if they show up with vehicles. an RPG? What do you bring? But hey, that's the, the point. <laughs> you bring a tank. That's insane. That, that's what. But that's, that's what I'm the whole point. To, is you no, don't know. I, Somebody could have an RPG, so mm-hmm. then you start getting into Hummers and armored vehicles and stuff like that. So the whole point is to be prepared and look at this. Isn't just like oh, in urban places or this or bad. Like the school shootings, the airport stuff, the game shootings, like all the stupid stuff. Like this goes on in any sub- suburb, any county, any city, any time. Like they're all bulking up, and so it's better be prepared and have more before you need it than to wish you had more when you, after the fact, you needed it. I just think if if you have a situation where you need that type of weaponry to be used against, you know, like citizens, you should bring in the military at that point. And like a regular cop is not trained to handle something like that. Wait, so I have a point here to make. Um, So it could be that it's a SWAT vehicle that is owned by that police station. So typically uh, the SWAT teams of cover an entire like large area so you don't have like a SWAT for every city you have a SWAT that covers like a whole county sure yes and they pool resources so you might have like one officer at this station who's a trained SWAT SWAT member and uh, they use different equipment from all those stations combined to create the SWAT force so maybe that Hummer belongs to the SWAT force but it's owned by Rolling Meadows it's possible I don't know I just I don't know but regardless I'm just my point is that I feel like it's unnecessary like, it should be. I agree that it should be unnecessary. Like nobody's the, got a rocket launcher they in the do. city of Chicago shooting it you, off. You know, like the you know. But you never know. 
that's just the most ridiculous argument. I get People what he's, I get what both of you are saying. Like it, it is kind of ridiculous, but if that scenario happened and then we didn't have something, well, then the whole city would be like, well, why didn't you have a tank? Yeah, but if if the government wants to take over, you know, take over in general, like they're just arming themselves up. And if you want to, like, they don't already have the army and the national. But like, guard. imagine you get a dictator as a president, you know. But that's the like whole you're not going to be able to stand up to the cops. <laughs> that's when you form a militia. And... Yeah, but they're going to have fucking Humvees. <laughs> we got to like, get like, that's those... why we we can own our own guns so that we can try and stand that's when up. we get one of those yeah, guys you your fucking ruger out there shooting at the hummer that's when you get a guy in one of those glide suits to like drop a grenade in the little hole on top oh, of the tank oh shit yeah glide down and glide <laughs> the red um, bull chugging red bull with his gopro on hell yeah but i mean unfortunately like just i'm not trying to be the pessimist but look mm-hmm. at the news look at the crazy shit that's out there nothing like that it crazy. keeps it keeps getting worse. If there was something that crazy, we'd it have a story about it. keeps getting <laughs> worse. And we wouldn't talk about it because everybody in the world would be talking about it. Oh, if there was another... Like, we haven't... Knock on wood, I don't want to say it, but we haven't had, like, a like a Boston shooting or anything. Yeah, the EA gaming shooting. Yeah. EA, that just happened. There was, a, yeah, there was another one. We should in, discuss that. There was another one in Cincinnati that But the, the that point just is that it's too. become such a common theme. You don't even think, like, oh, when was the last one? Oh, it was that. But and then there was one article I saw and it was like, oh yay, the longest streak we've had, and it was six months. Okay, but that's a shooting. Six still. months. If somebody showed up with an RPG, we'd be talking about that. Yes. So that's something new. And that is sad that I can that I have, I can say that confidently that like oh shooting is like not that big a news anymore. That's terrible. It is. It's horrible. I agree with you 100. percent But again, if somebody showed up with an RPG. But that's only mass shootings. Like look at the Chicago news alone on how many single little shootings or drive-bys or gangbang shootings or domestic shootings or this like in chicago alone we i think what is it we average like three to five people die a day nobody even gives a shit i stop watching the news because it's depressing and i don't want to see all this i mean yeah i don't know it's it's just it's human nature though man I didn't want to get all negative here. No, it's fine. No, I like a little, little negativity. Yeah, it helps like, me sleep at night. Yeah. All right. It's, it's terrible. It's time for my story. Yeah, move here. on. How do we get on that? <laughs> From a, oh, the, the decked cop, out Dodge Charger. Oh, yeah. The decked out Dodge Charger. I don't care. I didn't think that article see, would go that thing. far. That was cool. That was hot. Is that necessary? <laughs> Absolutely not. Let do I still want it? it? <laughs> yes. You got a car for us too? Let's make this car theme. No, unfortunately, I don't have a car one. Um, here's all the insane stuff the vaping congressman Duncan Hunter charged to his campaign credit cards. The vaping guys... con- wait, say that again. Yeah, the vaping the vaping congressman Dunker Kunker Dunker Kunker. <laughs> what was the last part? Duncan Hunter. Oh, that's his name. That's his name. Yeah, I thought he was Duncan. Did you guys something. ever hear the vaping congressman? No. He like no. he vaped during Congress and it was caught on TV. He busted out a little vape and he vaped and he blew some clouds and he put it away. <laughs> but did he mean to or was it just like a like a? No, I think he. I didn't he was think just having was, an addiction moment. Where yeah, was, exactly. Okay, yeah. so he did it in Congress. He wasn't like chill, I'm a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cloud nine. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. He had medical marijuana in there. All right, Representative Duncan Hunter, so-called the vaping congressman and one of Trump's uh, staunchest allies in Congress, was indicted Tuesday for using campaign funds for a whole bunch of absurd 
absurd shenanigans, including buying clothes at a golf course and passing it off as balls for the wounded. <laughs> what? <laughs> balls for the wounded? Oh, so, golf balls. Yeah, he bought golf balls and he passed it off as a campaign called Balls for the Wounded. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. the indictment uh, unsealed Tuesday came after a year long investigation from the Department of Justice into Hunter and his wife uh, who was his campaign manager Margaret allegedly um, they knowingly shoes for the the damaged (laughs) allegedly they knowingly conspired with each other to um, personally misspend $250,000 speaking of like government misspending on bullshit 250k just gone to like nothing you know to these two people of campaign funds for things like buying groceries personal gifts and airfare uh for the family bunny uh, <laughs> they had a bunny and, for... and the, yeah they i was probably oh the tickets probably like super expensive for yeah that. first class ticket for a fucking bunny <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my God. uh so they overdrew their personal bank account more than 1100 times in a seven-year period so they're just I, shitty with money? <laughs> <laughs> that's a few times each week, at least, and resulted in $40,000 in overdraft fees. That's it? $40,000 in overdraft fees. How shitty do you have to be with your money? Like, that's so bad. A lot of people are like that. <laughs> 40 grand's a lot. But on the plus side, the wounded are golfing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Balls for the wounded. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they're suffering, you know? Like, that's the shitty part. Yeah. A hunter said he made his wife, Margaret, campaign manager because she, quote, needed the extra money that would come from the salary, according to the court documents. But that's just the beginning. And here's some other insane expenditures that the congressman allegedly made with his campaign funds. He bought video games for the family and falsely reported it as, as fraud. Let me guess, Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, in all, the two spent more than $1,500 at Steam games on video games, which Hunter previously blamed on his son. In August 2000... <laughs> there was a Steam sale. <laughs> Steam sale, yeah. It got him. In August 2010, uh, Hunter bought a $40 game from Apple Store and an $1,100 iMac computer. Margaret picked up $85 worth of books and puzzles at Barnes & Noble, but... Uh, but told the campaign treasurer that it was just booklets for San Diego. Hunter bought a round of golf and beers using campaign card and treasurer using campaign card and the treasurer asked whether it was campaign related. Hunter responded, yes, sir. (laughs) It's literally spelled yes, sir. (laughs) Uh, He'd give the same response when he was asked about the $2,000 Steeler tickets. Uh, spent hundreds on iPhone camera lenses. Um, he raised his wife's salary from two thousand camera lenses. Yeah, That's they make those little lenses that you put on the iPhone, and it gives it like fisheye lens and. Yeah, well, you know, that's our campaign money. Uh, Gotta get a wide angle of us misspending. Yeah, uh, spent four hundred dollars on zipline tickets. Um, two hundred dollars on the camp. He spent two hundred dollars on the campaign card when he was golfing and he called it a christian thing when a supporter questioned questioned him about it uh margaret shelled out about eighteen hundred dollars at the dentist to pay an overdue balance so she was like owing money and paying looks like it's gonna explode (laughs) (laughs) like yes this is absolutely wrong but let me ask you this Mm -hmm. have you ever heard of somebody 
not misusing their campaign funds. 250k. <laughs> not this guy. This guy's pushing dude. the world record. But like everybody, like anytime you hear, what are these campaign funds and why do they have access to them to do this shit? Like, wasn't it Jesse Jackson's son who got indicted for the same thing, misusing yeah, campaign I funds? Mean, well, like, what the fuck's wrong with these people? You need a goddamn fur coat or a round of golf because you got that. It's a Christian broke. thing. Yeah, like <laughs> this is. For the wounded. Definitely the examples of what is well, wrong and with. That, that's the problem with the campaign system because you have, they have these funds. What are they, they campaigning? For their next oh, Congress, run or yeah. whatever. And basically how it works. He was, this guy was No elected. one gives a shit. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Scumbag guy. Well, because that's how He's it works. vaping. Come on. These guys basically take, <laughs> they take donations, which sometimes are legitimate, but most, a lot of times they're not. And they're donations to pay for their campaign. But really it's like a bribe. Like, oh, we're the yeah, uh, pharmaceutical company and we're going to donate this to your campaign. But then when you get in there, you got to push for our fucking medicine to get put passed it through. It is all bribes. So why is it even allowed? Because Stop. they're the ones there making the law. Stop. <laughs> That's the problem. It's Companies. Stop. Oh, you agree with Bernie Sanders then? I don't know. Just stop. <laughs> I don't want to admit it. <laughs> no, I, I don't know enough about Bernie Sanders. Well, that's, I know that's his big things. thing is saying that you should limit how much money these people get because they're getting a lot, especially for presidential campaigns. I think reduce, remove their entire media like casting. Like they can't be on TV. They can't. They can do interviews, mm -hmm. and that's it. But no like commercials. No fucking like oh, advertising. Oh, you how, mean like the ten thousand fucking signs they put on every city's lawn? So right. Get rid of all that shit. They can like, only have debates, and they, those can be televised and radio broadcast, but that's it. A great way to do this would be to uh, have any media outlet that wants, you know, wants to interview the president or anybody uh, at the White House. You know how they have, like, press conferences and whatnot? If you mm -hmm. want access to that, you need to, like, air a presidential campaign for both parties. Okay. You know, saying, like, you get, like, one hour for the next two months or whatever. You can split it up however you want both. Oh, okay. Both camp, and that way you can, you know, you don't have to like force them to do it. It's their choice to do it, mm -hmm. and that way they still get airtime, but nobody has to pay for it. You know, like Coke brothers don't have to pay for it. Right, right, right. I like it. Yeah. Definitely need some change there. I have sure. one I last have one last thing that this broken. guy spent money on, which is probably the funniest one. Okay. After the a family shelled out more than fourteen thousand dollars on a trip to Italy, Hunter attempted to set up a tour at the U.S. Naval facility. Uh, there to make uh, an excursion look like a campaign-related event. Navy officials couldn't comply with the, with the particular date he wanted to visit, so then Hunter told the chief of staff to tell the Navy to go fuck itself. <laughs> <laughs> this guy does not, does not give a shit. <laughs> no fucks given by that guy. Oh, my God. Wait, let me see his picture again. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks like he had a rough night. And he's like, fuck this. <laughs> Tell the Navy to go fuck itself. That's probably when they're like, okay, let's wrap this guy up. Yeah. He was probably, hilarious. you know, doing some shady shit on well, the Well, it was side. a wild ride, Duncan Hunter. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, if he's willing to misspend his campaign funds like that so mm -hmm. openly, like... He, this guy's gonna do anything. Like he would, you know, he would take a bribe from. Well, the you said he's a whatever. supporter yeah. of Trump, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a big ally. That's. Not hard to believe. <laughs> it's just, it's insane how, like, how much we're just, you know, and, like, this is not even, like, a huge story. You know, it really should be because that's corruption. And if I wanted to fight them, they're going to roll a Humvee up on me. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 
I get I get where you're going with the That's whole government crazy. part now. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that does tie in nicely with our conversation. No, like, and when you want to look at it from that angle, it is complete corruption and a lot of flaws. And you know, you can argue politics. People have entire TV channels that do that nonstop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, all you want, you That's know. And so, like, yes, there is no great. Well, we mix Answer. ours with we splice ours in with poop stories, so yeah, we get yeah. entertainment with it. Hey, we haven't had a poop story. We had Lucas's poop story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did. Oh, we did. And it happened organically. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely that. organically. That yeah. was a high five round. That was a high. Five. Um, with a high five. And then we have like politician poop stories. So. And then, uh, well, you guys want to take a little quick commercial? I think break? we need a little yeah. commercial break. Yeah. I got something to bring us back when we get back, but uh, right. we'll do that now. That sounds good. Here's a word from our sponsors. Do you want Sammy sandwiches? Sammy sandwiches? No, no. You're going to have Tony's tuna or Tommy's tuna or whatever the fuck this can says. <laughs> Tommy's tuna? Why is Tommy's tuna better than Sammy sandwiches? <laughs> because Tommy's tuna is made with organic dolphin. I mean tuna. Tuna. Come eat at Tommy's tuna. <laughs> hey, Tommy, where you get your tuna? My name's Tommy, and I get my tuna from the finest seas. I was born and raised in Boston, and that's the way I like my tunas, from the finest seas. Born in Boston, you sound like you're from Texas. I did a little stint in Texas. Accent stuck. Tuna. I sell tuna. They got a lot of tuna in Texas? You know what they don't have in Texas? A bunch of little faggots like you. <laughs> Tommy's tuna. And we're back. And we're back, back, back. 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 And shittier than ever. Well, speaking of... Uh, Shit. Um, speaking of, like, government officials doing stupid things... Uh, this North Florida town changed their name to Miracle Whip. Hashtag no more mayo. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> so uh, Mayo, Florida, looking for a different flavor. They, the town of Mayo changed its name Saturday morning. This is a really old article. This was actually from what I was going to read when I locked myself out of the car, or house, rather. Um, so yeah, Mayo, Florida, looking for a different flavor. They changed their name so Saturday morning. <laughs> Stupid as fuck. The plain old mayo is out, and it's placed this tangy taste of Miracle Whip. Well, sort of. Mayor Ann Murphy issued the proclamation announcing the temporary name change in a ceremony of Veterans Memorial Park accompanied by Miracle Whip representatives as well as a film crew. And they, they spent most of the week filming the town, I guess. For the name change, the town received $25,000 donation from the company for beautification projects. So I thought it tied in nicely with the whole, like, yeah, here's some, some money. Here's some money, rename a fucking town. <laughs> what did you say is Mayor and Murphy? What does that mean? Mayor Ann Murphy. Her name so, is Ann Murphy. Oh, I'm like, not Ann what Murphy. the fuck kind of title's Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> Mayo, Mayor, and Murphy. <laughs> So yeah, the town was called Mayo. They changed their name to Miracle Whip for temporary amount of time. Oh, temporary. Yeah, okay. but for twenty five grand, it was like a publicity stunt. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so it's like a campaign contribution to a city. How long until they corporations start doing that? Miracle Whip sucks. <laughs> yeah, I hate that stuff. Yeah, more of a. I don't know what I eat. Hellman's, I guess. I don't know. Mayonnaise. Miracle Whip. Uh, I Great value. Lake, mayo. Lakeland butter. Mm, but uh i don't know i don't really eat mayo to be honest oh, i like yeah. mayo i oh, like it but i don't yeah. like seek it you know i just when it's there i eat it yeah, yeah great like value mayo is what <laughs> at home actually um so murphy stressed that there were no secret meetings that would violate the state's sunshine law 
Mm, the sunshine law. <laughs> that was a, yeah. Regards to the name change. <laughs> what is the sunshine law? <laughs> is that something made up by the Murphy? Oh, the states. It's like a possessive. The states' sunshine laws. I guess. I guess that's the thing. A sunshine yeah. law. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this in Florida? Yeah, it's well, yeah, of course it's Florida. 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 <laughs> or is it yeah. supposed to be the sunshine's God, mayo, state? Mayo laws. Florida sounds just terrible. It sounds like just rotten mayo that's been sitting out in the sun. Well, like too the Mayo long. Clinic. Yeah, that's that's why they were hashtag no more mayo. Welcome to Miracle Whip. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, they so this is a quote from a townsman. I was like, no way, <laughs> because we're gonna be really angry. He was a runner-up for Murphy of the Year. <laughs> There's 1,200 residents in the town. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it, I guess. Nice. Let's see what else. Where else would this go? <laughs> um, it was a good time for the town. Oh, bet they were uh, handing out free miracle whip to the townspeople. <laughs> <laughs> There's a photo of like a fat guy in a way too tight T-shirt holding a can of Miracle. Whip. I want to see it. So he's and he's wearing a shirt that says "Proud to be from Miracle Whip, Florida." <laughs> Why does that font and the shirt looks like "Vote for Ped, Pe, Pedro"? It does kind of look like the "Vote for Pedro." <laughs> um, man, you stretched it. I like, stretched. Wow, this one. that was good. <laughs> I don't think I could have pulled that much out of it. I don't know. Well, how would you guys feel if your town got renamed to like fucking? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Um, That's Jimmy John's or something. Jimmy John's. Oh, we could be Lando Lakes. You'd be Lando Lakes, Illinois. Instead that of Dreamwood, like like I would be Lando Lakes. <laughs> it's like next to Fox Lake. That's or like Lake in the Hills would be Lando yeah, Lakes. I'm trying to think yeah. of an inappropriate one. <laughs> Fleshlight, Fleshlight, Arizona. <laughs> I don't know, Viagra, Illinois. There's a Venice, Illinois. That, what does that have to do with Viagra? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you look hard enough, there's a small town named everything. Like, there's a Paris, Illinois. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I did a closing in Paris, Illinois. I did a closing in Peru, Illinois. Yes, there was Peru. Peru. My company sent me to Paris and Peru. The shipping, shipping those. Yeah. <laughs> I do logistics. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Mobile, Alabama. I always think of like mobile trailer homes. What would be the worst company to name? That's what I was trying to think I of. I don't know. Fleshlight is like runner up. For the, the word right now. That's <laughs> pretty, yeah, I wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> Everyone gets a free one, though. I wonder if fat guys in tight shirts line up then. <laughs> How about Vapurize? Vapurize is a good one. Sure. It's not even a real company. Though. <laughs> no, Adam Sandler's just gone insane from all the shitty movies he's made, all the money he's made. He's going to make that. Oh, well, that wasn't, wasn't even, even that wasn't him. No, it was Stiller. Right? Was, yeah. yeah, it was Stiller. Was Jack, Stiller Black. Jack Black. Yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to think of. And we talked about this movie before on the podcast. Yeah, we really <laughs> underrated. <laughs> underrated. Watch Envy. So good. Envy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a terrible movie. I should do uh, Envy movie night. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. I'd like that. I would too. No, I never showed. Up. You went to one movie night. Yeah. It kind that of, wasn't it was, movie it was night. That turned into a movie night. Oh yeah, that was a face off. Now Classic. That I think about it, what like, face off? Yeah. How's that a terrible movie? It's it was a just good like movie. really. It was just bad. It was just like really bad movie. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's amazing. Great, That's the best part sure, of it. It's a yeah, '90s action movie. Like 
put it up to any Steven Seagal, Jean Claude Van Damme. Have you watched Broken Arrow since I recommended it? I have it? not. Oh, it's okay. been on, is it is it somewhere it. available cool. on Netflix or something? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. It's available on VHS in like 1994. <laughs> I know okay. that. I'll jump in my time machine and get right on that. <laughs> It's it's cool. I remember watching that. It's probably one of those like movies like The Rock where I'll rewatch and I'll be like, "Fuck, it's not my favorite movie of all time anymore." I was looking yeah. for a movie to watch the other night, and I just like I feel like I've seen everything I want to see, mm-hmm. and there hasn't been anything new out. Sure, no. John Wick Three is coming though, and I'm pretty excited. That's about that. pretty cool. The one photo I was able to find online about it so far was him riding a horse with a gun pointed at a guy on a motorcycle's head. <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, that's that's the best that's movie John ever, right Wick. there." It's and that's, a great and that's movie. me, a motorcyclist, saying that. Yeah, and he's a motorcyclist. Yeah, he is. He's a, yeah, he's he has a, his own motorcycle company. I know that's really cool. There's an there's one. I know this is not relatable for you, Rob, but there's a, a motorcycle company that was a U.S. motorcycle company that just recently shut down. Victory? No, not Victory. It was like a sports motorcycle. Company. Oh, EBR. Was that it? EBR. I that was. That was I Eric saw their Buell. bike and I'm like, no, no, no. That was no. I, I know about that one. There was another one that just shut down. And I'm like, I've never even heard of these. And then I looked at the bikes and I'm like, wow, they look. Was really that the cool. orange bike? No, it was like uh, it was like an American flag. Oh, the whole bike was like an American flag. It was like a naked bike. It looked very cool. Hmm. I'll look it up and send it to you. It's okay. Sick. We'll do a follow up on that one. Follow up for on all that. our motorcycle listeners. All right. right. Zero of them. So that uh, that article led to some good movie talk. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, you got anything else for us? Um, <clears throat> I got a social media, if you want to call it. <laughs> media? Yeah. Social media? <laughs> so I guess I can read the title. The title of this is, A Dad Has Written a Savage CV for His, quote, Lazy, Ignorant, Teenage daughter. Okay, what's a CB? I was going to ask if any of you guys knew that. CBR? No, CB. No, I have a CBR. I know what that is. <laughs> like, I wanted to think cover letter or... So, well, can you repeat it's... the sentence? Can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> it has to do with, like, job applications or resumes. What does it say? A dad has written a savage CV for his lazy, ignorant teenage daughter. Conviction violation letter. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck you, Dad. I don't need no CD letter. Catch me outside. You'll figure it out. I think it's something along the lines of a cover letter or something. But uh, the article starts, we've all lied on a CD. Oh, my God. It is is something that I can't pronounce. (laughs) Curriculum vitae? (laughs) Curriculum vitae. So like a resume. Well, here we go. This is the definition. It allows you to summarize your education, skills, and experience selling yourself to employers. Yeah, Yeah, it's a British version of a resume. Okay, so yeah, in the USA and Canada, it's known as a resume. Wow, I feel like a complete moron. Well, now we've learned. We know that. We've taught ourselves, and we've taught whatever listeners we have still. A curriculum vitae is what you need to get a job in England. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I got a resume. I'm from Boston. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the article. A resume? What's a resume? <laughs> I don't have that little asterisk to put above it. <laughs> all right. So we've all lied on a CV or a resume. <laughs> I've never lied on a CV in my life. Well, at least. Can, my, my hand's on the Bible. <laughs> well, at least fudge one a little. Uh, proficient in Excel here, uh, PhD in microbiology there. <laughs> Oh, I got my job. Yeah. It's a pretty routine way of cutting through the towering pile of applicants. 
but a fed up British I just dad. Send a dick pic. <laughs> a fed up British dad has taken the opposite tack while helping his teenage daughter prepare for her first resume. Brutal honesty. Lauren Moore from Redcar, North Yorkshire, shared the result on Twitter with the caption, Remind me not to let my dad do my CV for me. Writing from experience as her boss at Ian Guest Mortgage Advice Services, the dad listed the 16-year-old's experience, attributes, and capabilities. In her role as an office assistant, for example, her responsibilities including getting on her father's dick. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. It says T asterisk asterisk S. Tit? <laughs> That's what T asterisk asterisk. Tots? Getting on her father's swear that I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) If any of our listeners know what T asterisk 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 S means. No, it's only two asterisks. Two asterisks. Tits. Getting on. She's getting on my tits. Yeah. Like, I want to say shitless. Said the the fat guy lining up for a fucking miracle miracle whip. Like, it sounds like it should be shitless, but whatever British is for shitless, that starts with T. Tots. Tits, tats, toes, toes. Um, anyways, <laughs> I looked. I looked it up on Google, and the first quotation is, "I don't, I don't know what my tits have to do with feminism." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it is tits. Okay, but um, uh, <laughs> getting on her father's tits, not listening. <laughs> Browsing Facebook, losing all documentation, and giving out clients' information to fraudsters. Wow, sounds like a vaping congressman. (laughs) (laughs) Still, Lauren has clocked some time doing voluntary gardening work, during which she reportedly displayed an aptitude for chopping colleagues' toes off with a spade. (laughs) Jesus Christ, what what happened? effing everything up. According to the CV, you should be interested in hiring Lauren. You will. D- should you be interested in hiring Lauren, you will discover she possesses a diverse range of skills and personal qualities that she can bring to any role. Among them being lazy, late, reluctant, ignorant, rude. She also <laughs> has a passionate hatred of mornings and people and <laughs> can capably demonstrate either. Sounds like a good wife. He did a good job raising her. <laughs> Despite having fuck all interests, Lauren has studied English, <laughs> that's a, mathematics. That's a, that's a British ter- slang term. Right. Fuck all. Fuck all. Uh, she has studied English, mathematics, art, science, French, and some of Sucking which is dick. expected she have may even pass. <laughs> Not Rob, though. <laughs> and should a prospective employer require verification of any of these assertions they can contact bend over probation officer (laughs) oh ben dover yeah (laughs) on second thoughts don't contact him he doesn't give a fuck either Responding to the comments from bemused followers, Lauren wrote that her father was trying to get on my good side by being unfunny, then added, someone hire me now. Tempting, but no thanks. We'd rather keep our toes. (laughs) What's the thing with the toes? That kind of confused me. As a gardener, she was chopping people's toes off. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't get why that's funny to you because I don't... But that was her qualities was she did some voluntary gardening work, but uh-huh. she apparently chopped somebody's toes off with a spade. So basically her dad just wrote it to troll her hardcore. Yeah. 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 She's probably a wonderful human being. Doubt it. Sounds terrible. <laughs> she gets on people's tits. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, stay off their tits. Jesus. I don't know. Why I just thought Jesus it was have to do with like tits? what kind of like how bad of a daughter or a child do you have to be that your dad perm like purposely sinks you in your fucking career? Huh? Well, I don't think he. I'm sure he maybe wrote her a lovely one too. I don't know. I have no idea. Sounds like a terrible <laughs> positive family person. situation. I don't know. That just that fucking bear is like looking at me like he's got a dog in his lap a yeah, dog it's chair kind of creepy. it's kind of fucking weird ass like he looks like he's like he looks like he just jizzed in the dog and his eyes are like shut you know those are my children's a, animals he's got a fucking smile on his face look at him looks like he's got his like eyes like closed like he's winking like ah oh, yeah I just did it oh yeah that felt good Oh, the dog's is like, oh, fuck this again. We'll take a photo of this and post it on our blog, too. It's just fucking staring at me. Like, what are you doing with it? Lucas is looking at my kids' giant stuffed animals. Yeah. All right. So, your parents have never written you a terrible curriculum vitae? No. <laughs> no, they wanted me to get a good job, so I got the hell out of the house. Like, that's what I don't get. <laughs> Maybe he wants her to stay there forever. Hmm. Plot thickens. Yeah. Oh. Ulterior motive. She gets my tits. <laughs> I can't get over that. Is, is the tits thing? Yeah, I'm going to say that now. Hmm? Babe, you're getting on my tits. <laughs> Quit getting on my tits. I want to get on your tits. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come all over your tits. <laughs> I don't know what to edit and what to leave. <laughs> Just leave it all. Genuine. genuine. Keep it genuine. Uh, I don't know how many people are listening anymore. A zero we now. Lost okay. We lost. Come back. Come back. All right. Well, speaking again on people's tits, a Tesla semi made it across the country alone with only supercharger network and an extension cord, says Elon Musk. Nice. He smoked weed. I know. I had uh, another article now. tied into That's that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I just ruined it. So this is kind of an old article. It's from August 25th. And what is it today? The 8th? I guess it's not that old. But, um... Just as the diesel truck industry is in disbelief of what a Tesla semi can do, and it is asking for proof, CEO Elon Musk taunts them by claiming a Tesla semi prototype drove across the country alone. We've even been tracking the Tesla semi test program for a while now. Earlier this year, Elon Musk announced that Tesla semi was getting out on its first cargo trip with battery packs from Gigafactory 1 to the Fremont factory. Tesla already said that carrying cargo between its two factories would be the first use of the semi trucks, and the Musk referred to the automaker's logistic cost to carry cargo between two locations as gigantic. I don't think he said it that way. But, uh, the two he's, pro- he's like an awkward, like, when he you was, talk to him. Yeah, there was a, one of the podcasts I listened to, Joe Rogan, had him on there. And, yeah, he was very, like, no emotion, just very, like, yeah, cut and dry. I, he's like that, though, in other interviews. If you ever YouTube him and, like, watch the interviews, he's, like, very... It's very weird talking to him. I could see uh, why yeah. he's having trouble holding down a girlfriend, because I know that's been, like, a problem. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I read... I got... So I got in a magazine... Uh, I don't know what the hell it was. Popular Mechanics, maybe? And there was an interview with him, and the, it was, like, a seven-page interview. The yeah. first page was just him complaining to the interviewer about his recent breakup. Hmm. 
I was like, it's kind of weird that the interviewer like wrote it out. Yeah. Put it in. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was the warm up. <laughs> He's like, I'm just not happy when I don't have a girlfriend and I can't seem to keep one. <laughs> I'm like, wow, he really, he must not have anybody to yeah, talk to about uh, it. In the Rogan interview, I felt like he like he kind of got down when Rogan's like, you know, did you know that there's there's probably only like one person like you in the whole country, you know? Yeah. And he's like, well, you don't want to be like me, you know? And I was like, oh, shit, that's like some ominous bullshit, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, I could see that. I mean, he's like, his brain's always gone. It's yeah. usually those really intelligent people, their brains are always gone. Mm-hmm. They can't, like, that guy's get on the crazy. level. Yeah, and the projects he's working on. What do you think of Elon Musk? <laughs> I know you're a tech Do you know guy. who that is? I do. Okay. No, I do. I don't follow him. Yeah. But you follow the hawk. Yes. Oh, did <laughs> you oh, sorry to keep talking about it. you can cut it out later if you feel like it's not worth it. But did you uh you watch did you watch it or did you listen I to watched it? like a 40 minutes of it, but I listened to the whole thing. Did you get to watch the part when he's talking about the environment and like he like tears up? I thought that was so fucking weird. Like the guy starts like tearing up saying like we're we're heading to uh you know inevitable uh inevitable inevitable uh <laughs> event where we have to like get off oil mm-hmm. but we're not we're not like changing it fast enough and it's going to ruin the planet and then he starts tearing up and i'm like what the fuck is going on it's just so he awkward. really cares it big environmentalist weird. no it didn't seem like it he needs to meet a girl from like PETA. yeah or is that no that's the is that's that the one? PETA? Yeah. Which no, one? that's the animals. That's the animals. Which one? Well, I'm the sure one? they care about the environment, too. But there's like an environmental one. The Green Party? Sure. What was her name? <laughs> I voted for her. Julie. Julie Stein. Stein? Yeah, Julie Stein. You're so fine. <laughs> Julie Stein, you're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Julie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the Tesla Semi was first spotted in St. Louis where it visited Anheuser Busch, the brewer behind Budweiser. <laughs> I guess, yeah, if you're driving the auto drive car, you can stop for a beer. Oh, cool. Uh, the brewer behind Budweiser, who also ordered 40, 40 of the semi-trucks last year. Ah, so it was like a sales call. Uh, the stop at the company gave us our closest look at a Tesla semi. Tesla, why do we? The stop at the company gave us our closest look at a Tesla semi-electric truck prototype and its electric motors. Later, it was spotted in Oklahoma, and it created a little... <laughs> <laughs> Spice up Oklahoma the best you can. <laughs> I've been there. There's not much going on. It created a little controversy on its way there when it stopped on the side of the road. It made it to Texas, and then to April, and then in April, it was back in Cali. Over the past few months, it was spotted on a few occasions around Tesla's home state, but it showed up to J.B. Hunt which is a truck company. Yes. Almost 2,000 miles away in Arkansas yesterday, which would have been nine days ago. Uh, now, Musk has commented on our article about the electric truck prototype making it to Ar- I wanted to say Arkansas. <laughs> Why do we have a Kansas in Arkansas? It should be Arkansas. <laughs> making it to Arkansas, adding that the vehicle was driven across the country alone. So, yeah, I kept reading that in here. It was driven across the country alone, so was nobody in it? No, somebody was obviously in it if they stopped for beer, right? Didn't you just say that? I don't think they actually drank. They just stopped at the brewery because they were buying 40 of them. Okay, but somebody bought them. Like, the fucking car has a wallet. Like That's true, yeah, I guess. So he was probably in there just letting the auto-drive feature yeah, yeah. do its I thing. I don't think it's legal to have it. Yeah, to have a vehicle yet. Right, right. You think the guy dozed off for a little... Supposedly it does off a lot. Oh, actually, that was another thing in the interview. He said that they yeah. updated their software, so if you start dozing off with mm-hmm. the auto drive, the car will stop and wake you up. Yeah, so if you don't put your hands on the steering wheel, mm-hmm. that's what happened. 
it'll like slow down eventually, <coughs> stop and start turn the flashers on and start honking the horn. Well, shit, just get it to start driving itself. Well, it is driving itself. <laughs> well, it itself. is, but yeah. they want to make sure you're awake, so you're not like... Yeah. Then what the fuck's the point? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> well, it's like all or nothing with Rob. It's supposed and to... Once, once all the vehicles are autonomous, then you can have a vehicle drive by itself, because then it's like a little fucking matrix of like... Just all cars the cars. Yeah, because otherwise, other. like, if something does happen, as in, like, some crazy guy is, like, on a motorcycle, you know, weaving in front of you. No, that's not actually the case. The The point is they just want you to be there to be responsible because there's been situations where the car's gotten an accident. Yeah, like the, the lady that got ran over by, a, a, uh, by the car on a bicycle, like the homeless lady that crossed the street. That guy... He fell asleep. But I don't think it was the auto drive feature in place. I think he was... No, no, no. The auto drive was on, and he just fell asleep, and this lady just... Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah, and you're right. It was, like, totally illegal what she was doing, but that happens all the time. Obviously, you lived in Chicago, so you know, mm-hmm. like, people just fucking run across the street on a bike or just on foot, and uh, she got hit. She died. It was a homeless lady. I think the point is, like, you're operating a machine. You need to be awake, yeah. regardless of its capability or not. And um, the point is it's a safety feature, really, because the car can drive better than you. Obviously, there's those atypical situations mm-hmm. where something just goes wrong, but the car's not to blame for that. You are because you should still be in control of it Yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that. Like, I'm all about the technology and the improvement and the computer safety, mm-hmm. but then you're still responsible if the computer's going, but if the computer can drive by itself, and even if you are awake and say the computer malfunctions and wants to do something, but you try not to, but it doesn't recognize, so now it looks like you weren't paying attention. Like, but that's never been an gets, issue. There hasn't been an issue yet where the, the, over, the human couldn't override yeah. it. And well, eventually no, I think no, it'll be but, like that. Um, not to go you know, classic cliche, but guess what? Eventually... The Terminator happens, the Matrix happens, the something, and we're going to get to the point where we can no longer override it. I That's too skeptical. I don't want to get into the AI conversation because that could go either way. I know. But um, honestly, in my personal opinion, I don't think it'll happen, but I think we'll become AI, if anything. But uh, We'll become AI. How are we going to become AI? Because we're going to fuse with technology way before we create an actual sentient being, a moment of singularity or whatever they call it. So we're going to put computer chips in our head? Yeah. Fuck that. Dude, you all... <laughs> that was another thing Elon Musk said. We basically mm-hmm. already are cyborgs because we exist with our phones and the amount of knowledge that we're able to pull from them at any given time has enhanced us as people. Imagine having but, all that in your mind. Here's the funny thing. Are we smarter or are we dumber because we no longer have to i have way better conversations with people because they like look up facts and they discuss things and like but the funny thing is is like you no longer dumber have Mm -hmm. to remember everything you no longer have to memorize everything so that's one type of who cares about memorizing (laughs) dude if you didn't have like back in the day like you asked somebody to name the whatever presidents. all the presidents sure. all the laws are all this like they could do that and they could just tell you now oh, like, dude, we don't phones, even I didn't remember know anybody who could do that <laughs> <laughs> like he's saying a very intelligent person a Maybe, well-read person but, would okay know that. 
but yeah, so maybe there was like that one weird person who could do everything. They were on Jeopardy or whatever, but <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> no, like I talked to my office manager. She talks about her mother who is now yeah. 90s, whatever, but like flashcards or yeah. the simple math, like any double digit, she would be able to, she knew like off the top of her head and like didn't even have to think about it. Like she could tell you the multiplication, all this stuff, like, mm-hmm. or division stuff, like all that stuff that you would use math or flashcards and stuff like that. Now, yes, I we all know basic math and simple math and mental math, but for a lot of stuff, we're just like, fuck it, it's faster and more accurate to put in your calculator. Absolutely, that's progress. Yeah, but think about how your life would have been without a smartphone. Like, imagine just being downtown and you're lost. You wouldn't. It would take you twice as long to find your route because now you don't have a GPS and a phone in you. You'd have to sit and find somebody to talk to or go to. Well, a people gas were nice back then. You would just you, ask for directions. Now you ask for directions, and people are like get the fuck out of my face. What if you had that happen? You, you can make the same argument that people that rode horses were doing it the right way, and then people that have cars are just cheating. You know what I mean? Like, they are cheating. You should be, go back on the horse, and the guy on the horse. No, is you shouldn't be on the horse he, because now be that's walking. animal cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> that shit gets on my tits for sure. Oh man, that's all over my tits like a fucking. All right, go on. Uh, anyway, no, that was a good tangent. I liked it. Good discussion. Um, <laughs> so anyway, it, the article's pretty much over. Basically, uh, the they used. Where was I in this? Okay. Oh yeah, so they got across the country alone. Uh, Musk. It's such a weird to just say his name is Musk. Musk. <laughs> He's got that Musk about him. Uh, Elon Musk. I'll just go with Elon. Elon jokingly added that they used a 1,000-mile-long extension cord. Uh, but he's actually referring to a system made of extension cords and they have that they've used to charge the Tesla Semi prototypes at Tesla regular charging stations the whole route. Uh, the Tesla Semi is supposed to eventually use its own network of mega chargers, which can enable an even higher charger rate than the superchargers. But those new stations have not been deployed yet. People who have witnessed the Tesla Semi prototypes charging at superstar, superstar supercharger stations have told Electric, which is the name of the uh, magazine article or whatever that I got this from, that the system made of extension cords plugs into several charger stalls at the same time. So basically they're probably multi-charging various battery packs simultaneously. Um, they weren't able to take any picture of the contraption, but they did get a photo of the truck. At, it looks like this was at J.B. Hunt. Um, it's kind of cool looking. I mean, it's the coolest semi-truck I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like a minivan semi-truck. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of have it's like It's not a, manly enough. <laughs> it's kind of got that Nissan Sprinter Where are the pipes? Or <laughs> no. But I think it looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah, I think it looks pretty cool, too. Nissan doesn't have Sprinter like that. <clears throat> that's crazy. You know how many people have jobs that are um, drivers? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like that's the other thing. Like... <clears throat> Great for that, but you know how so, many people uh, you're putting yeah, out of work? Just like all those hand- blacksmiths were missing. Yeah. <laughs> that goes hand in hand with what you were saying You know, regarding us fusing with AI. At some point, you're going to have so much autonomous bullshit that you're not going to have need people to do like simple jobs. So then you you know infuse with AI and you just become kind of smarter than having to go to work. You know what I mean? Like we could get to a level where you're just, there's no need for work. You're talking about the utopia scenario. And I I again, don't see that as a thing ever happening because I think we're too driven to like compete and be better. Um, But what I think happens and just looking at history is anytime some sort of labor job disappears to technology, well, it, it does push progress further because now it's like, well, there's more people freed up to do something else, whatever that is, maybe space exploration or something along those lines, which can lead to more technological advances. I think no matter what, we're just, whatever we are as people, it's so fucking driven to just keep going and keep seeing what else we can do 
Um, it's, it's, and it's kind of the beauty of capitalism, too. As much as I hate all the faults of capitalism, without a money-driven economy like that, there wouldn't be people competing to beat each other and gain more money and, you know, push the progress. If everybody was just, like, happy, we'd all be stuck. Well, yeah, that's the downfall in communism. In socialism, if everyone has the same thing, then who gives a fuck? And what's your motivation yeah, to keep working hard? It's totally a downfall because then people become corrupt to get get you know advanced. Exactly. Yeah. Instead and of, that goes against. And Marxism I mean, corruption in happens general. in art, obviously, as we saw. With <laughs> yeah. yeah was, but but yeah. But I, for the common worker, it's, we all want to work harder and to be better to get ourselves a promotion, a raise, uh, make more, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Advanced, and you have to keep up with society. the advancements. Like, I have to buy a new phone every couple, at least every couple years because they get better. And if I don't have the better one, then I'm not going to be able to compete with my uh, colleagues and peers. And not that I want to, like, beat them. But yeah, I'm going to look up this fucking... No, it's because they're stupid and they make little flaws that put, say, your battery's dying and now you have to buy one. And they... Apple was caught doing really, that, yeah. They really designed the whole system so that you are outdated in two years or less. But again, that's a financial move for their company to push them forward so that they can pay new developers to develop better technology and keep enhancing the equipment. Sure. If we were all satisfied with the phone we had, well, there'd be no reason to innovate and grow. Well, that's the That was the problem with, uh, I don't know how to label it or categorize it, but like the... 50s, 60s, and 70s, when they built stuff that lasted. Mm-hmm. They built stuff that like, lasted. Uh, like Our Lady's Mustang. 30 fucking years. But, like, you know, your. 60,000 miles. Your by furnace, the your air conditioner, like your fridge. They built stuff that lasted, and if it broke down, you were able to fix it at a reasonable price. Now, they built stuff just to let it last just long enough, break down. <laughs> make it so complicated that to get it fixed would cost more than to just buy a fucking new one. Yeah, that does happen. I agree with you on that. But simultaneously, if those fridges and everything were so fucking great, why aren't we using them today? Because they manufacture them to break down. But the the old ones were so great and still last. They did, up until now. now, But if they were fixable, why aren't people still fixing them? You know why? Because everybody cares about the looks and the aesthetics exactly people they are don't, competitive if we're naturally they don't like pushing. oh that looks old well it still stays cold but it doesn't fit my decor like that's the only reason that's the argument Rob is with his wife all the time <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> oh but that looks cold is the way he said that. I don't know you just it's just how it is though I mean I don't it's know just the way it is things are never gonna change <laughs> well I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would love to live in a utopia where everything's perfect and we're fine with how we have it. And, you know, we fucking ride horses and play flutes and... The whole world's going to flip upside down. If, like, if everybody in the world had the knowledge of Google, like, imagine everything that you can look up on Google just be in your memory. If everybody did that, the whole world would be completely different. As in, like, forget, like, Think about democracy... Think about you can upload yeah. how to fly a helicopter. To no, no, brain. Think about, you don't even have to upload it. You just know it. Yeah. Imagine that. Think about it this way. You, you've ever had a moment where you're like out in the woods looking at the stars and suddenly you're like, I wonder how I could get there or something. Yeah. Well, now in your brain is all the physics and knowledge of like all the people past and on top of it is calculators and within like a few seconds you can kind of take all that information, move it around and figure out like what kind of rocket you'd have to build and how it would be built and then you can access an article about rocket building and like all within a matter of minutes you could create a rocket and get into space 
Dude, Imagine I'm in the woods looking at stars. I'm in Utopia. <laughs> Fair Maybe with your simple mind. <laughs> simple. I'm just not like I don't want to go there. Oh, I just okay, want to see here. That was one example. Look, no, I know what yeah. you mean. I, if, I, you've been in a situation where like you have an idea, but you don't know how to get to it. And by the time you've like had time to process how you're going to get that information, you already have it. So now you can just do it in that moment. Yeah, I get that. But it's a future we won't see. But it's a future that will happen. I, I don't know. You think so? You think I think so. Around? Yeah, I think I think we'll we'll see some crazy shit. It'd be great if by the I time I think we've we're already dying, seen some out. crazy shit. We we've don't seen even some realize crazy it. Shit, sure, but, but that's my whole point. Is now your your cell phone is designed to last a year. <laughs> it's all about that durability. It's not though, really. It's really not. How long have you had your phone? My phone is was manufactured in 2015. I'm still okay, using so three it. Years. My dad is using one that was manufactured in 2013. Yeah, the older ones still last long. <laughs> <laughs> they were built well back then. <laughs> he is right about that. You could throw Nokia against the wall. Well, my yeah. dad's using a smartphone. He's using a Samsung S4. I think that was gotcha. 2013. But it's still like as far as like old phones go. Yeah. Like everything newer just lasts less and less. It doesn't. Before, it's just people... before you know it, you're going to be going to the cell phone store like on a weekly basis with groceries. Like, oh, technology's outdated and this one's dead. Let me get a new one. Um, that, There's a little tip for that, though. Like buy the phones from like, like Google Pixel phones. They keep updating them. Even though they're two, three years old, you get the current software i don't know i mean I, I, there's definitely I bought our shady phones. business things going on like that but we did the whole lease contract and then i went and i said i bought the phones and i'm like we'll save money as long as we keep the phones for the year or for six months we'll break even we keep the phones for an extra year then we got six months without having to pay for a phone you know mm-hmm. so but that's it is extra shit we have to buy, like that our parents didn't, for example. Like our parents didn't have to buy a computer or a phone or any of that stuff. Well, their... now they do. Now they do, but, you know, like I'm just saying when they were in our young adult professional lives. Well, they made less money, but everything costs less, and it's the inflation ratio, and who the fuck knows? Fucking Mustang cost 28 grand. That's a lot of money. It used to cost three grand. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. People pay three grand grand. for a fucking really high tech phone that is equivalent to twenty eight thousand today. I know. Mm -hmm. So let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap this one up. Wrap, wrap, wrap it up. All right. Well, it was beautiful. This was a this was fun. I had a good time. I'm glad you guys settled the tomato bush dilemma of twenty eighteen. All done. Excellent. If anyone lasted this long, really love you. A tomato bush. Listen, it was on the fucking whim, all right? Don't get on his tits about it. Or <laughs> stay off my tits, bro. I'm going to stay off your tits. Can I get a tomato? I know you got a bushel up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your all right. in there. <laughs> We're going to Fleshlight, Illinois to eat some tomatoes. Good night. <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Lucas. And I'm Rob. It's been relevant shit. Peace. Peace.